Sure, why not? I am the token black guy. I'm just supposed to smile, stay out of the conversation, and say things like, damn, shit, and that is whack. Everybody's got at least one. Eric Vincent and Martin Weiss are your black friends. Episode two of Your Black Friends is brought to you by The Bar, the black alumni reunion at the University of Michigan. Shouldn't homecoming remind you how hyped the best four or five years of your life were? Homecoming at Michigan has been too whack for too long. Make memories you might forget with the people you know you never will. October 9th through 11th. Follow Relive The Bar on Instagram and Twitter for more. And now here we go. Eric, how you doing today, bud? What's going on, man? Everything all right? Everything's good. Welcome to episode two of Your Black Friends. Thanks for checking in. Remember, subscribe, download us on iTunes and all of that good stuff. All that. But first, it's with heavy hearts that we have to mention that it's been a year now since Mike Brown has died, uh, since he was murdered at the hands of Darren Wilson, a police officer. And obviously we want to rest in peace. But, you know, Eric, it's sad because almost a year to the day, we now have another situation Whereas uh, Christian Taylor, a Texas college student, was murdered by another police officer. Yeah, this hasn't slowed down at all. The Trayvon situation happened and Mike Brown and, you know, it's, it just keeps, it's one after another after another. Like, so many stories and at the same time it just becomes a repetitive, ridiculous, sad story that shouldn't be happening in this country. I mean, you got, you know, Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, obviously just all these different interactions with police that end up with black people dead. And we have another one here. And... I was reading this article today on BuzzFeed, Stacia L. Brown, I believe. And I know BuzzFeed's not necessarily the type of place that you go to to get like the best information, but this article is actually very well written. It wasn't one of those click through, you know, top 10 reasons why you're 25 years old and live in your parents' basement. So the whole premise of the article is why I Facebook stalk dead black teenagers. And she goes to the whole point of saying the media portrays black teenagers as thugs and this and that based off of what they do on their social media. So she goes and does the other thing where she'll go and find the alternative versions, alternative pictures, you know, the pictures with the cap and gown, the pictures with the family, and then use that kind of as a, as a, as a auto epitaph or auto, uh, for auto, uh, obituary, uh, for that person, because obviously they didn't get a chance to write one themselves because they were gunned down. And it just really rubbed me the wrong way. Because to me, that's using the same exact logic that the media portrays us as when something happens where Mike Brown is a kid and then he's a thug and then he's a huge, you know, gangster. And then all of a sudden, you know, now uh, he's threatening a police officer's life at 18 years old. Whether or not he was a college graduate, whether or not he was a high school graduate, whether or not Christian Taylor was a dropout doesn't matter to me the police should not be able to offer out a death sentence. And that's the, one of the biggest problems that I have with the social media aspect of today's life. The, the mainstream media just finds a way to try to devalue this person's life by the things that they put on the Internet. So you're saying the author of this BuzzFeed article was wrong for what she said, for, for putting the story together? I understand where she was coming from. Where she, cause she's saying that all these, you know, obviously, I mean, when I graduated from college, my picture from there is up on social media. When I got my first job, my picture from there is up on social media. But also there's pictures of me drinking alcohol on social media. There's pictures of parties on social media. And, and what she's saying is because the media will not go out and filter through these pictures and portray you in a good light post, post-mortem, she will. Mm-hmm. And I just disagree with the whole premise of going through someone's social media with the thought that they knew that they were going to die that day. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you to an extent, but at the same time, 
this is where we got to look in the mirror sometimes and address ourselves because you you're on social media are your parents on social media yes and how often do they tell you don't put that picture up you drinking in the bar pictures of you doing something a little bit irresponsible that could maybe mess you up on a job interview or just anything important that you know represents the family they i'm sure they've checked you on that sometimes yeah, when I, girls, when, when I was younger, too. yeah, when I was growing up and learning back in the AOL Instant Messenger days, yeah. back in, the, you know. Oh, yeah, AIM for sure. But I think if any of this is going to change or if there's a better way, you know, to go about situations like this, it has to start with us. No matter what, whether it's the media that was going to pull it up or just think about it. If you're on Twitter, or Instagram or any kind of social media, friends of, say, uh, Mike Brown, let's say he has a Facebook. I'm pretty sure people were retweeting his tweets or going about his social media looking at his um day-to-day life too social media is completely open to the world and it pretty much controls everything around us now from sports teams and restaurants it covers everything now everything is a trend on hashtag or hashtag trending on twitter but we got to represent ourselves in a better way because we can't have something used against us at a point where we can't defend ourselves now, I'm not at all saying saying he was responsible for his death. I think the officer needs to be held completely accountable and 100% responsible for what happened. But in a situation like this, we have to have our slate completely clean so people can't even bring up the argument of, oh, he's a thug. I'm not saying be a goody two-shoe, but, you know... You know, well, the whole point of the article, the whole point of the article that she's writing is, is she's posting his social media points that would not be considered thuggish or whatever. Yeah, and but you don't like the fact that people are going through their social media at all. I don't because be I don't think it, once they pass because I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters at all. And, and I think that the only reason that people go through someone's social media is to try to devalue their life in some form or fashion, say that that their life was taken well, because they like rap music or because they were smoking a little bit of weed or because they were drinking drinking alcohol on Instagram. Well, that's on Fox News and other, you know, hateful bashing. Absolutely. That's why media. I completely disagree but with you when you say that that's on the person who was murdered. Like, I'm not saying it's on the I person that was blame more, I'm many. not saying it's on him. I'm saying we should carry ourselves in a way where they can't even use that against us. I'm not saying it makes what happened to him okay. I'm saying we need to look at ourselves in a better manner so it can't even be used against us as a weapon in an argument. And I can agree with that. But moving forward... You have the right to represent yourself wherever you choose to on social media. There's no laws on social media, as far as I know, that you can you can misrepresent all you want. You can be a catfish if you want. I don't think that's illegal. I'm, I could be. I could be wrong. I'm not exactly sure. I don't watch the show or anything like that. My my it's experience, a good show. It's a good my show. experience with catfish is Manti Teo, and that's about it. You know, I stay on ESPN. It's a great show. But you can do that, and it's not illegal. So you could be whoever you want to be on the internet. But that doesn't mean that you know. You say I am Eric Vincent on Twitter. Who you are on Twitter may not be who you are in real life we all know that from people pump fake and left to right you know that from people just putting on yeah people but, put on for a lot more than they really are and the time, only reason that people dig up their twitter and their instagram is to try to find a reason why this police officer has some type of justification to kill him well i think i don't see anything wrong with it personally just to put my stance out i don't see it i don't see any problem with researching somebody's social media because you know how are you going to get the questions now we're going to go talk to his family they don't want to talk to anybody. You think they want to get up on Fox News and talk about, you know, what's going on? What questions do we need to get the answers to? What the Whatever answers they're finding on social media. What kind of kid was he? The story that people don't know 
about the kid before he was slain. That's all the people know. He was gunned down by an officer. What else don't we know? Where school did he go to? Was he in trouble? Was he a good kid? Whatever. And now, what yes, does that? Media, what does any of me- that have to do with the fact that you should not like unless he's directly attacking a police officer, directly threatening a police officer's life? I mean, all right, then I feel you. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, I'm not sitting here saying police officers shouldn't be defending themselves. But what I'm saying is, a police officer is not judge, jury, executioner. Too frequently in this country, we have the police officer playing judge, jury, execution, and then social media becomes the verdict. You know, social media becomes, oh, okay, well, you know, he was smoking weed. Oh, you know, he did this, he did that. Oh, he tweeted, uh, fuck the police, because, you know, he was listening to NWA. I'm not at all You know, saying, that's the reason why he was killed. I'm if he hadn't at, done that, I'm he would have been at, all right. I'm not at all saying it makes it okay. And just for the record, and maybe not the case of average Americans, in celebrities, Social media is now in 2015 the judge, the jury, and the verdict because as long as memes are around and like I said, as big as social media is right now, like Bill Cosby stained with his crime, not because of social media solely, but it has a big reason why because social media is a huge point of you know how this world moves, and at the same time, I'm not saying at all that okay, say this kid has tweeted "fuck the police" or whatever else he has said. It doesn't at all make it okay with what happened with the officer and the incident itself. What I'm saying is, it's important, and people want to know. When people pass away, people want to know the things that you didn't hear in their life. Like before, social media was huge. Like when Michael Jackson passed, we saw him on. Entertainment Tonight, all digging up about his story. It happens with every celebrity. You go into their life right, but, and but, see that the things well, that first you off, didn't well, know. First off, I'm just saying it's important. That's all. First off, with celebrities, that's a whole different story because you're not going to have a celebrity situation where, like, I mean, like, let's be honest. Even somebody low-level celebrity like Steve Harvey, when he gets pulled over, he's not going to be having these same type of interactions as the average black guy. Of course not. You he's know what more I'm saying? Than that. Exactly. He's in a he, he, and he's a recognizable face. So he, of he's course. not. I don't. I'm not considering people like that when I'm talking about something like this. When I'm saying social media does not deserve to be your judge because we sit here i did it on episode one and likely doing episode 101 is judge someone off of what they did on social media what do you say what's your response to people who say eric garner died okay and then go forward and say oh well he's been arrested x amount of times he's been uh you know he's done this x amount of times on that x amount of times and this is the reason why he was murdered. I don't agree with it. I disagree 100% because that just takes away from the incident that happened itself. His criminal history, you cannot look at it and say, okay, that is the reason he was choked out. But other youths who were gunned down in their situation, their past does not validate or even dictate their murder. Then it, but the, what the, I'm saying is the part of the lives that people don't know because when you hear Trayvon Martin, people didn't know who he was before that. But people look into social media and they look into his life, talk to his family to see what happened in his life that we're missing. It's important because people want to know. Why, what exactly is missing outside of the fact that an unarmed black person and, you know, it's funny because you can speak about these in generalities because it's almost always the same story. An unarmed it black person. It has been the same time. It un- has been. What, what else is important to this story outside of an unarmed black person being murdered by someone in a position of power? It happens. Like, what else is relevant to, like, what else is relevant to the story? What else? Why is it relevant 
if I was tweeting about going to Kroger and getting a bag of eggs two days before the police gunned me down? Why because, is that relevant? Because people don't always, because everyone's not thinking of the same thing. People have different trains of thoughts. And that's the, and that's, to me, that's the problem. People I, should only see this as, the, well, yo, there's a disturbing trend in this country, the fact that unarmed blacks are being murdered by police. Yes, and that needs to come about. But at the same time, you can't sit here and say that you don't sit and wonder. Every time someone dies, we always say, oh, well, he could have been. He would have been the next this. He wanted to be a doctor. He was a kid, grew up, played basketball his whole life. All he wanted to do was play in the NBA. You talk about that and you learn about those kind of things from having conversations outside of the incident itself. They're both important, more so the incident itself of the kid being gunned down or Eric Garner being choked out. They all come to some degree in the conversation now yes this needs to be addressed immediately because like i said it's been happening way too much since trayvon we thought this was just okay i think it was happening well before trayvon martin it's just trayvon martin was the first one that got the big groundswell of support and then without trayvon martin you would have never had ferguson thanks to the black lives matter movement and then without ferguson now then then now now we're starting to hear these groundswell and i think a lot of it has to do with social media and a lot of it so it's a gift and a curse i just i just think about it in my own perspective depending on what point and what depending on what point in my life I was hypothetically murdered by the police, my narrative would be incredibly different. And people who know me and people who care about me think Martin, oh, he's a very caring person, very loving person. But then if I got pulled over somewhere around my junior year of college when I had something in the trunk I shouldn't have, then whoop whoop, all of a sudden I'm coming down as a thug. If I get gunned down in that situation, I come down as a thug. When in reality, I'm from Mandeville, Louisiana. People who know me know thug is far from what I am. But then everybody who knows me is going to have to go and defend me because I tweeted out some Jeezy lyrics. My point is, all in the beginning, it's time for us to respect ourselves in a manner where those things can't be used against us. They just can't. And honestly, I don't think, like you said, let's tweet out some Jeezy lyrics. You know, I don't think that's going to be it. But I think reaching into that and just digging into the conversation kind of discredits it a little bit to itself. But when you represent yourself in the way possible, which starts at home with the parents, how they carry themselves is how the kids end up carrying themselves. And I think to some degree, black people do got to look in the mirror because it's going to start with us. If any of this is going to change, it has to be with us. The government's not giving us any help. Politicians not helping us. The cops, damn sure, haven't been the most friendly over the past you know, two or three years. So it's going to be on us. Been helping that, I think, personally was, I think the Black Lives Matter campaign in America has been... Something for us to stand on because, as we've talked about before, on and off the mic, there's not a ton of black leadership in this country. It's very limited, I would say, to be honest with you. And something that kids can, you know, get behind, whether it's um, chanting Kendrick Lamar's We Gonna Be Alright record in Cincinnati or Black Lives Matter, something to stand on and something to look at as a sign of hope. It's been, I would say, it was a positive movement necessarily for America. The thing for me is. Anytime you see somebody that's gunned down by the police or a position of authority, their social media accounts are ran through in an attempt to find out, like you said, the background information of that. And I think just personally, Martin Weiss thinks that that is all done to discredit any possibility that race played an issue in their murder. And I think that a lot of situations where race is clearly an issue, people will sit up and white people in particular will sit up and tell you how it's not. And I think that when people are going through social media to try to say, you know, he was a thug or he was this or he, oh, yeah, the do-rags with the flaps down, all of that is a further 
attempt to invalidate racism in our country and to say that, you know, a group that feels that they're infringed upon, like black people, are wrong. So you're saying when someone is slain or just dies in general, their legacy, their ending legacy should be how they went out. I think that should be. You don't think the rest of their um, their lives before should be closed is pretty much what you're saying. I don't think it should be brought into the whole judgment of that of that moment. Like if is I get like if I doing? if we walk out of here and I get gunned down, what I did last week has no relevance. What I tweeted two days ago has no relevance. All that matters in my murder is that I walked out of this building and the police killed me. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, none of it matters. None of it matters. I got this podcast talking about my black friends, and none of it matters. And I'm I'm not suicidal. So if I end up popping up dead, now I got it on record. Everybody hears it because it just seems like either somebody's dying, somebody's committing suicide out of nowhere in police custody, and that, that's just and they just go through the tweets like Sandra Bland. She died, right? Murky circumstances underneath her death. How do they justify saying that she actually killed herself? Oh, well, this comes out, and then this comes out, and then this comes out. You know, I don't know whether she killed herself or not. But social media didn't tell me whether she killed herself or not. Yeah. I wasn't there in the cell with her. I didn't see if she... I don't know if the police killed her. I know that she died. And I know which that I people think, said it was a suicide. Which at the same time then, when people aren't informed or people don't have answers and information, that's when they start looking up their social media and getting more information about their life when something comes up. Well, that seems to me to be like the wrong information because and when you just look they look at up it, information on cops as well as well, well, they see their track history, they see if they've you know had any incidents with the youth or it's really broken down arrest by arrest, like what kind of people they've had you know incidents with, how many kind of people they arrest. You know, their track record comes up too as well. Now, I don't know if it damages it any more so than it already was from killing a black kid or you know an unarmed black man. Or well, a black I mean, because there's a very real situation where. It's a white cop and a black guy, and then they're going at it back and forth. And then and, and, and the white cop's life is legitimately threatened. And the white cop needs to use lethal force and able to subdue the target. And I completely get that. But what I don't understand is just how all of that background information comes into play. Even if Darren Wilson was a card-carrying Confederate Sons of America, and he's a police officer, and Mike Brown is killing him, I completely understand his right to defend himself. I understand as you're a police officer, you're going to take go ahead and, and, and take that step and end his mm-hmm. because you have the big equalizer. Mm-hmm. You're the guy in charge. I get that. But Darren, Darren Wilson's racist history shouldn't come up in that, in that particular moment because in that particular moment, it wasn't about the fact that he was a racist, it was the fact that his life was about to end and he took the steps to make sure it didn't. That's the way I feel about all of this stuff. Like, yeah, you can look at it, but look at it in the context of, of what actually happened. Social media, to me, is the jury every time a cop plays judge and executioner. And to me, that's wrong. Man, so you know everything in Hollywood now is a reboot. Fantastic Four came out and flopped this past weekend. Superhero movies have been redone, redone, redone a million times. Now Jurassic World. Eric, you'll never guess what I just saw coming out as the newest reboot to join Hollywood. What we got coming? Bad Boys 3 and 4. 3 and 4? Bad Boys 3 and 4, yes. Hold Will on, wait, Smith, wait, wait, Martin wait, wait, Lawrence, wait. Bad Boys. They're coming out with a third one. Not only that, and they've already announced the date for the fourth one. I've heard about the third. You sure about the fourth? 
I'm telling you, man. I'm looking at it right here. Sony Pictures have dated two of its upcoming films, The Shadows, Ghostbusters, yada, 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 yada. Bad Boys 3, February 17, 2017. Bad Boys 4, what is that? July 3rd, 2019. 2019. That's when thir- the 3rd is coming out? What, what, that, what in the hell is going to happen in, in Bad Boys 4? What is that? Is that the one when Jaden Smith takes over? I've... <laughs> We don't need to see Jaden Smith in any more movies. I'm done with him. Just let his let his legacy and acting be from Pursuit of Happiness. That's a great role you did there, kid. Let that be done. And honestly, I don't even know if I'm digging this one too much, man. I'm thinking Bad Boys 3 should be coming out way before 2019. Because think about no, it. No, no, no. Bad Boys 3 is 2017. Bad 2017. Boys 4 is 2019. I mean, even that seems like it's too far. Bad Boys 2 came out in 2003. Jesus, 2003? 2003. And we've seen Will Smith and Martin Lawrence since they getting up there, bro. They getting up there. Like I, I remember, Jay Z was talking about would it, would he ever do a Rockefeller reunion? Because you know people want that. The streets want to see something like that. I'm not sure if I want to see Bad Boys Three with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence way past their prime and their old age, how they are. Because like Jay said, everything just gets a lot slower. Everybody's just not hitting them notes and in the grooves like they used yeah, to. They, uh, I, I probably don't, won't be doing I don't want to see. Stunts. I don't want to see. Oh, definitely not doing those <laughs> stunts. The the comedy will be there. The action will be there based on the effects. But I don't know, man. It's kind of like seeing. Like, would you want to see Friday again? No, me neither. Like, I, I kind of fear like this would be the same. No, thing. No, absolutely not. I Leave feel like Bad Friday Boys would be alone. the same. Bad Boys Two had epic moments, dog. You telling me every black kid. That saw the way Mark Lawrence and Will Smith went at Reggie when he came to pick his daughter up for a date. Oh. Every man is going to be doing that now. Every man going to be like, how, how, who the fuck are you coming up to the door? Motherfucker, you look 30. Like, everybody's going to be doing that. Who the fuck is you? Me and my dad talking to me like, Look, you better get this routine down. <laughs> Whenever your sister starts dating, you're going to have this. And I'm going to do it with my daughter. That's real. Yo, get at us, let us know, email us, yourblackfriendspodcast at gmail.com, tweet us, YBF Podcast, Instagram, yourblackfriendspodcast. Let us know what black movie do you not ever, ever want them to touch, and which one should they remake? Now, what you saying? Now, I don't, this isn't a hood movie, but I will set flames in Hollywood if I see, because I've seen a lot of conversation coming up about this movie. I will set flames on Hollywood if I see a Space Jam 2. Space Jam. What's wrong with Space Jam 2? I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't want to see that. That's an iconic movie that we grew up on as kids. And I feel like when you try to recreate it with somebody else, it just doesn't look and feel the same. And so it's you're somewhat just going to sit here. Takes away. You're just going to sit here and deny an entire generation of children yes. what it's like to watch Looney yes. Tunes play C- basketball yes, come players. Up, come up with your own shit. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Don't touch our shit. You don't understand the 90s. You don't respect the 90s. That's our time. That's our generation. Whatever you grow up on, because I don't know what cartoons kids watching nowadays. I have no idea. But that's true. Come up with your own shit. Don't touch Bugs Bunny because you don't know what Bugs. That sounds so weird. Come like say, oh, you don't know Bugs like we know Bugs, but they don't understand. Nah, man, tell them how you feel. They don't understand them, Looney man, look, Tunes the I way know, we you do, bro. This. this looked like it touched you as a child. It did, man. You just don't touch shit like that. You don't come back. Like, think about this. Like, how many Air Buds were there? 30,000. Stop paying attention after the second. Exactly. I after seen, you I, keep I got doing the joke. so many. The dog catches the ball. Exactly. The dog throws the ball. After you do the too much, sports. it just takes away from it. Don't take away from Space Jam. Let Mike have his own lane. LeBron, come up with whatever the hell you want. LeBron's actually a pretty good actor. Did you see uh, Trainwreck? I didn't see Trainwreck, but I heard that, I heard that he was actually okay. Stole the show. He really did. Him and John Cena, hell of a job. Come up with your own shit. Don't touch... Don't mess with our childhoods. Don't mess up with our childhood memories. 
No, you're not allowed. Jeez. I'm sorry, man. What else is off limits for you then? <sighs> Friday. Friday. I don't want to see another Friday. No, no, We've I've heard a lot about that. Another. No, no, no. Friday the Friday the fourth. I don't want it. Keep uh, it. I just saw. I, I watched uh, Chris Tucker's uh, stand up special. It was funny. It was good. The but, one on Netflix. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But you see how old he is now. You see where Cube is at in his life. What are him or Mike Epps and Chris Tucker going to be talking about at their old age at this point? I, I can't I think the, see that. The only way to really spin it is you, you got to have them be the old guys and have kids come in. So it could be a good opportunity to, to usher in a whole generation of new young black actors that have with like the movie Dope and then it's straight out of Compton that's Great coming movie, out on by Friday. The way. I want to see you that. Know, those, dope was legit. Dope yeah, was Dope was good. legit. But like you know, say it's, it's given an opportunity for black actors to really get out there. But I agree with you. Leave Friday alone. Let, let's let it go. Like, I don't give a shit it, about it, Space It shows that y'all ain't got nothing else to talk. Like I like seeing. Ice Cube evolve into Are We There Yet? Evolve. Hold you up. You said you like seeing Are We There Yet? Hold up. Listen to what I'm saying. No, I no, said no. I like seeing my actors evolve. I don't want to see Snoop, or not Snoop, I don't want to see Ice Cube still talking about the shit he's talking about on Friday. Are We There Yet wasn't anything special to me, but you need these motherfuckers to grow up. Ice Cube can't be still sitting on the porch smoking weed, bro. Why not? He can't still be Craig at, what is he, 50-some years Why old Why not? Now? Denzel Washington played all type of roles, didn't win an Oscar until he played a gangster. And, but he was still in his prime, right, though. I'm saying I, he wasn't... You, okay, what was it? What were his early movies? Um, I, I don't know. Denzel's always been like a... Denzel's been in a ton of movies. Okay. He's been but, in a... Right, but he's never been like... Like, think about it. When they're in Friday, they were young. They're in like, what? Early twenties. How many Denzel movies was he in? Like his like, is he? Is I don't he know in if it was his early twenties, but in Glory, he, it was nineteen eighty nine. He okay. could have been. So he had and to which, been was, in. which he was a slave in. But my point is, Ice Cube's well, forty. What's wrong with being a slave? Ice, I mean, no, 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 no. He's, listen, he's no, being not, a slave. We're, a slave not, we're not going into that. We're not. Going yeah, into I play, that. He played that slave well. Let it go. He did. I, I love mean, Glory. Glory's like, a hell of a movie. It's like Kunta Kinte, Denzel and Glory, and then one other portrayals uh, of slaves in a media. Have you can't, come? No, no. <laughs> he was a slave, and I, no, no, no. Go ahead. Martin, Martin's sitting over here ranking the best slaves in Hollywood right now. No, because That's the way exactly you turned your nose up at Denzel playing a slave. No, I'm just saying it's not the same as comparing him to Smokey and Day Day and Friday. That's all I'm saying. Or Craig and Friday. Ice Cube's 46 years old. Do you really want to see 46? Should be 50 by the time this new Friday comes out, if it does. Do you really want to see him on the on the porch smoking weed and, you know, being who he already was? Evolve. There's nothing wrong with evolving. Old people, young people. At a certain time, you're going to get old. I just don't it think happens. that. I, I just, I mean, I'm all with the whole evolution of the actor and, and That's getting all better. I'm but you don't have to go from Friday to Are We There Yet? You what can ask some stops have? in between. That, what, like, what, what else does he have? Oh, uh, no. 22 Jump Street, great movie. 21 Jump Street, great movie. That's fine. The comedies is good. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with a little family fun. Get that family money. Go ahead. Do you think I mean, I'm not knocking him for cashing in. Sounds like knock, you are, no, bro. I don't knock the rock either. I just can't say that I just like was all in agreement and was all I'm for just saying, it. Like, I'm just saying some kind of transitions are necessary. You, know, you do your think, thing, Cube. I don't have to like it. That's cool. Yeah, you got your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. What would your movies be? Go ahead. The movie that I was I was scrolling down this list, and I think the one that they could try to remake that I hope they don't or try to like borrow from is Hustle and Flow. They're doing that already. Are you serious? Empire is pretty much Hustle. Oh and no, Empire is <laughs> not it's pretty Hustle much and Flow. Made, oh, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it's it. I've, absolutely, I've it's nothing season. but mainstream off, Empire, Hustle and Flow. Empire, absolutely, Empire is just corny enough. It is to where I don't turn it off. I watched the whole season. And so I, did I. I hated pretty much all of it. I'm not going to lie to you. 
Why'd you hate it? It's just so stereotypical, dog. What and do you mean I just stereotypical. Think- What's wrong with it? Okay. How you gonna be? How you gonna say a, a black TV show is stereotypical? All TV is white. No, because we don't have anything besides. How many times have we seen the story of the black family or the black kid coming up out of the hood, rapping, playing ball? It's all the same shit. Now, how many? What, what was the show that I liked um, about the black doctor? I don't know, but say, why don't we have like a black ER? Man, it must have been real good. What's that? Th- that show that you Yeah, I obviously can't of. think of it. It must have been fantastic. I, it's been a long time. You that shows Empire, how many though. that show exactly. That's well, it just came out last this year. <laughs> but I'm saying that's the point of what kind of imagery and stuff that we have on TV and in movies. It's all the same shit. Like think about it. Try G P Henson. You remember at the end of the season where she was trying to get that dude signed? Yeah. And what what did they do? What was their challenge? Who can stay up the longest while sipping codeine? So like, so- bro, come on, man. We can't have, we can't, we got nothing else to talk about. We got shit else to portray to the mainstream world so except not rap gonna, music so and not, slavery. So you're not going to talk about how how they got the issues of uh the what's the the kid with the mental disease? They got the mental problems. The uh, the older brother, the oldest brother, the middle brother's gay. Do you really all think of, all of those really are things think, in the black is, in the black community really we don't think, talk about? Do you? Well, first of all, black folks that aren't watching it is because of the homophobe or the homosexual. Activity in the in um in the TV show. I've caught that conversation a lot in barbershops outside of it. It's what people not watching it because of, because of, uh, because the middle son gay, is gay, which I think is stupid. Yes, but um and at the same time, are people really when people are watching the show, they're watching it for the entertainment purposes. Well, Nobody's talking yeah. about the mental illnesses. People are dogging out. But that, um, but the, but you can't sit there and say in the same voice saying, "Oh, don't we have anything to produce to the to the to people outside of rap music and sipping codeine?" And then not say that they're not tackling serious issues. They're, I mean, ten, Terrence Howard threw his son in the trash can. He did, and which was foul as hell. And by then, the way. And, and kicked his and, and, and his, they showed his uh, bipolar son having several breakdowns but with his with his, oh, with his white wife. Then of that, all things, these are all things that are huge issues in the but, black community. But all that, I mean, I don't know if that's an issue, but yeah. Are okay. things that are super disgusting. Uh, uh, come okay. on. A, a conversation, Cuff, fair enough. A, cuffing a white chick, being crazy, and being gay? Come on, bro. I'm saying that all can't come from a different, like I said, if it's all, we, I feel like we see too much of the same stuff. Slavery, I'm done with slave movies. I didn't even want to watch 12 Years a Slave because we've seen too much of that. No, you know what got me and, about 12 Years a Slave was everybody... Everybody wanted to say Twelve Years a Slave is the greatest movie of all freaking time. Did you see it? I saw it and I hated it. It, it was not all that great. You know I what? It was it. it was another movie just about slavery. It was like the third grade movie that you watched in uh, at Roots. If you've seen not, the third if grade, you, if you've seen Roots, you've seen every. If slave you've seen movie Roots, you've seen that. That's yes. what I was saying. And, and like when you, I always had to sit around work. People telling me this is one of the the most transcendent movies on Hell of all time. No. And I'm like, yo, no, this movie's not. not even all that. And white people have to say that because if they're not, then in the mainstream eyes. They're racist, or they don't understand black people. It's just it a good dead. movie. I'm glad it was made, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm I wasn't. No, I'm, any movie that has that stars black people and puts them in an uplifting position, I'm happy for it. I'm not, man. We've had too many instances on slavery, and at the same time, when you watch a slave movie. What is your mood at the end of it? Are you I'm happy? Gonna, nah, no, you walk around, you see person. white people in the store. Exactly. You walk around, see white people in the store, and you get mad as hell about them for what you saw. I don't go to the movies to, to have a foul spirit in my mind after watching something. I want to be, I want to learn something, or I want to feel good at the so, end of but it. But you don't want to learn anything bad, apparently. That's not true. I just, not, well, not, not when that's something I've been taught about since I was a child. No. I'll say that. Cause I like, when when did we start learning about slavery? 
I way don't, before I, we I had to know, watch Roots in middle school. I don't school. know a point that I didn't know about Exactly. We, I watched Roots in third grade, maybe. Like, when we saw it in middle school, because I think every school in Michigan or wherever else has to be, uh, has to play that for, like, African American History Month or something like that. So, we saw that way before all the white kids saw it. It's no mystery anymore. We know about it. The African American story is bigger than slavery, and we're bigger than rap music, and we're bigger than playing basketball. I would like to see that on a wider and bigger scale. I would like to see, like I said, a, you a like ER. to see like, like 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 black gays on TV, or blacks who have I wouldn't like, mind like, that, like blacks who have di- bipolar disorders, or our blacks who are in like biracial marriages. I don't think all this, of which were an empire. I don't think that's this. I don't think Empire <laughs> is gonna launch that now. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't see a big. Uh, story on uh, on homosexual life or anger disorders coming on Fox anytime soon. It's not gonna happen, bro. But it's I'd not. also, at the same token, don't see him talking covering you know, I don't know codeine overdoses because it was on Empire the night before. Yeah, but codeine is is already hitting mainstream America too. Dirty Sprite Two is being mentioned out the mouth of white people on the news and the entertainment world. Nobody knew what codeine and lead was before it started hitting shows like Empire. You know, because no, we, we, no, we knew no. about people it. People knew about codeine and lean well before no, that. What is it? Oh, come no. on, bro. People you need to do so, that. So you tell me if you walk. No, no, no. You tell me if you walk outside right now, you ask, um, I guess, let's say 10 white people, how many of them are going to know about who Pimp C is or what Lil Wayne drinks on a day to day? Pimp C, probably. No way. <laughs> I'd say one of 10. What Lil Wayne drinks on a day to day, four to ten. No way. Absolutely but they, but they would say, say, say scissor. I'd say they no. Would say I'd say two. White people love Lil Wayne. White people love Lil Wayne. That don't mean they know his <laughs> what he is, what he's about. They don't know about truck fit, and they don't know about his lean uh, obsession. They they probably wouldn't know that he almost died from codeine. What last year, two years ago, they won't know about that. I guarantee you. But can we agree that the show Empire uh, is whack? No, nah, I wouldn't say it's whack. It's whack. It'd be much better if it was on HBO and like there was like cursing and sex in it, like Power. Yeah, it'd be much better if I it was I need to there. start watching Power. I I I heard Power is very entertaining, but well, I have not seen it. It is entertaining. I can't judge it for myself. I wonder how I wonder how you would think of it. I wonder what you would think about it though. What about Power? Yeah. What do you mean? You know what? Email us this at your black friends podcast at gmail.com. What do you think, Eric, based off listening to the first two episodes, what do you think how do you think he would react to Ghost and Tommy the way that they are? With Ghost being who he is. You think I'd be a hater or something? What are you nah, trying to say? I, I I'm just asking the people. I want to know what you trying to say, though. What is this, what is you this backhanded into, you shit you throwing at me right now? You wouldn't get it until you watch the show. Go watch the show. We'll talk about it next week. Is it on Netflix? It's on, uh, no, it's on Stars. So you got to you gotta so finagle gotta around. Oh, it's only two seasons in, right? It is. I did see the uh, the new with Lala. I was not impressed by that. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. I've seen, I I've seen every impressed. episode. I was not impressed. Well, were you impressed with what you saw? With Lala? Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was. it is what it is. Because I've seen, that's such a. Anyway, for those who aren't politically correct, I've seen her in swimsuits. No, for I've me, seen her in a lot of the shit. A, a freaking sex scene on TV doesn't necessarily do much for me. In 2015? In 2015 or in life in general. Like well, yeah, because it's not like, you know, back back in the day, but when we were growing up, finding porn was like <laughs> fucking finding gold in the sand. Now, all of a sudden, it's everywhere. You go on Twitter, you follow a porn star, you're getting a 20-minute clip. No, like the, the tw- all that. what uh, I was watching. What the maybe the third to last episode. One of them has a sex scene, and I'm towards the end of the second season. Well, they all have sex scenes. In of them. what Empire? The show, or power? No power. Okay. There's no sex scenes in Empire. Come on, it's on Fox. No, there is actually. There's a gay sex scene. Really? Yeah, it is. It's uh, it was interesting. I've seen the show. I just must have forgotten about it. 
But that's, I mean, again, dude, sex scenes, they don't do anything for me. Like, they really don't. I don't know, man. It is what it's like. <laughs> like, shit. Empire, I mean, Power has, like, probably two or three sex scenes a sh- an episode. And in the last one, I was in a rush, and I fast-forwarded through it. Yeah. I like know I what's say, happening. Where, I've seen sex before. I'm familiar. Yeah. We're at the point where the sex that sells in America isn't really doing much for us because we've seen it all at this point. You know, I'm sure you're not a virgin. You've had girls. You've had ladies. We've seen it on the internet. I'm much it's more interested in direct-to-consumer sex than viewing sex on TV. That's fair enough. I, I'm pretty sure 90% of Americans. How the hell do we get to I'm this sure, point? I don't know. It's now time for this week in white people. All right, time for one of my favorite segments. Martin, who we headlined this week, man? Donald Trump and his supporters. Eric, did you happen to catch the Republican presidential debate? I missed it. I did I'm not too. upset I did. I didn't watch it either because I was cutting up episode one of this Fine Here podcast. But Megyn Kelly went at Donald Trump and started asking him some really tough questions based off his track record with women. And afterwards, the Donald didn't take too kindly to that, saying that Megyn Kelly was bleeding out of her eyes and someplace else, inferencing oh, that she was menstruating God. while asking the questions. Oh, my God. Because the only way that a woman would ask a tough question is by she would be on the rack. That's not what even what I'm mad about, though. Okay. Because I think that we all know it, it gets worse that Donald Trump is a noted asshole. To think that it could get worse than Donald Trump, Donald Trump blasting women. Well, we all know Donald Trump's a noted asshole, pro- racist, sexist, misogynist, really whatever ist you could probably place on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But what I don't get is these people sending Megyn Kelly, the Fox News anchor who asked him these tough questions about women, sending her death threats about it. There are people, legitimate Donald Trump supporters. First of all, let's look at some of the things he said, you know, about the Latinos, about John McCain being a war hero, about, you know, obviously with Megyn Kelly, you know, all these things that he's been saying. You still have people who support him so vehemently that they will send death threats to a woman on TV who asks him tough questions during a presidential debate? Does Donald Trump know that America doesn't just revolve around white men anymore? But Does he know it's not 1776 anymore? I think it's Donald Trump and all the people who support him. Like, or, or I don't say all the people that support him, because there are people who support him on the attitude of like, yeah, you know, he's he's a truth teller. He's not bought by anybody. All politicians are bought. And like, that's all well and cool. And if you like that vision for your government, that's fine. But I think we could also find a politician who's not bought, who's also not racist and sexist. Yeah, but my point is like, he doesn't realize that Okay, if you cater to white American males, that's your thing. Okay, but do you realize that the country is a lot bigger? You got to get a lot more support from females, Latinos, African Americans, the youth. He just doesn't understand that right now. I get it. Yes, we absolutely should be looking at these people who are following him, sending death threats to Megyn Kelly, which is blasphemous. But it starts with, I mean, the the famous "Remember the Titans" quote: "Attitude reflects leadership." And look at what he's leading. To his followers right now, people will just jump on any damn bandwagon or any movement there is. And Donald Trump is pushing a dangerous rhetoric that I don't understand people really getting on the back and supporting right now. I'm lost. Like, this guy's to think that he's really, he's leading this uh, yeah, it's, Republican candidate. It's not right like now. he's just shouting from the rooftops no, and nobody's listening. No. People are resoundingly He's bringing the polls. headlines every he's bringing, day. Exactly. He's always talked about every single day. And that's why 
That's that's why Donald Trump in itself is not the person who I want to shame necessarily because Donald Trump, he'll go out there and tell you exactly how he feels. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. So I can appreciate that. And if we were going to head, if we were going to do this week in white people, he would headline every single week. Just so we'll save it until he does something really crazy. Yeah, Just about. You don't want to just give it to him just on on something like this. So that's why I'm giving it. He'll do something crazy in two weeks. I think We'll, we'll get back at you, Donald. That's why we want to give it right now to the Donald Trump supporters offering Megyn Kelly death threats for asking tough questions about women. Mind you, came out like a couple weeks ago, Donald Trump raped his wife, and it was in, it was in a biography, and, and then his wife later refuted the claim, so it's a whole lot of real murky situation, but it's not a layup that Donald Trump is all for, in for women's rights. No, he's, he's all for one demographic only, and if that's honestly where you think that's going to take you into the White House, good luck, fam. It's not working out. This episode of Your Black Friend is brought to you by the University of Michigan Black Alumni Reunion. Keep track of us online at yourblackfriends.com and on social media. Find us on Twitter at YBF Podcast and on Instagram at Your Black Friends Podcast. Feedback and contacts welcome in our mailbox at yourblackfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and support. New episodes coming every week.